Steven, I think they're ready for us. You ready? Yeah. So what's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the one and only show we got next. I'm one of the hosts of the show, Hayes, a.k.a. Shifty, with the one, the only, the smart one of college football, Steven at Steven underscore Springs. Steven, how you been? Tell us kind of a little bit about what kind of has been going on in terms of the college football world. What is so important about this upcoming weekend? Um, So this weekend is conference championship game weekend. And um, there's not like there's, you know, a handful of playoff implications. Oh, by the way, did I tell you I'm going to Vegas this weekend? That's Saturday to Saturday to Thursday. Uh, I'm going for work. Um, So So we're going back to back weekends. Oh, you're going the following weekend? Yeah, for the tournament. Oh, word. Good deal. Um, Did I know that? I think you did. I probably wasn't paying attention. Uh, we'll regardless. talk offline because I go in the same day you leave out. Yeah, we are leaving the day before. I'm leaving Thursday morning, but leaving like the day that the tournament is getting there. Now, yep. obviously, there's going to be a lot of stuff going on in Vegas that week, but regardless. Um, yeah, so this weekend is conference championship game weekend starting on Friday um, with New Mexico State and Liberty yeah. um, in the whatever conference bowl. Um but then number six, Oregon, number four, Washington, um, out in Vegas. Um, bummer, I'm missing that one too. Um, but regardless, um, that has a lot of playoff implications. Oklahoma State, Texas maybe has some of the most. But like Georgia plays Alabama in the SEC title game. Iowa plays Michigan in the Big Ten title game. Louisville plays Florida State, um, ACC, and all those, like Georgia, uh, Michigan, Florida State. Uh, Washington, those are the top four teams in the country in the college football rankings. Um, so, you know, if there's chaos, like Bama beats Georgia, Iowa somehow scores enough points to beat Michigan, which ain't going to happen. Um, <laughs> Florida State loses to Louisville, which they could. Um, and Oregon beats Washington. Like, that's absolute chaos. And then the committee has to decide, you know, head-to-head matchups, conference records, all that kind of good stuff for the playoffs. So, yeah, it's a big weekend. Um, and the transfer portal is opened up. Um, mm-hmm. Could you imagine? Think about this. I was texting someone today about this. Could you imagine if we had the transfer portal like in real life? Like, dog. Let's just, let's just say like I woke up one Saturday morning and I was like, you know what? Kids are really getting on my nerves. Like, wife's <laughs> been nagging me about something. I'm going to just transfer families. I'm going to transfer households. Like, you know, go to another house in the neighborhood, go to another family, another family in the neighborhood. You know, you that go on official visits insane. and you go see like what house is the right with the right fit for you, right? What family is the right like can you imagine if we could do that? Yep. Um, and you could just leave and go somewhere else if you want to. Every every parent has definitely thought about that, transferring away from their kids. Yeah. Um, I think about that a couple of times a week. Um oh, but anyways, um the transfer portal is hot and heavy and it's gonna be for a while. I think the it goes for I don't know what the like, close date is, quote unquote, for the transfer portal. But um, we'll see. That's going to be significant as well. But that is what is going on in the world of college football. So when we get to the sports section, we're going to end up diving in. I want to get Steven's thoughts on kind of who he thinks are going to win the different games. Our big hot topics, once we get to that, are going to be a lot of the different firings that have happened, hiring and firings. But before we get to that, as always, just remember, fantasy football is starting to ramp up in terms of like the playoffs and stuff for certain people. So I've been trying to do that on like Wednesday or Thursday. Uh, the other thing, believe it or not, 
So the league that you and I are in, we've been doing that since like 2015, 2016, which mm-hmm. is insane. Um, yeah. Just kind of going through the years of how it was. Cause I remember at one point you had one that I was in that one. And then we were almost doing two at one point. Then of course, every single year we hear about Steven's stories of he's in a league or he had to leave a league because it wasn't working out. Um, but just continue to pay attention to that with the playoffs around the corner, that's important. There's a big injury that when we get to the schedules, uh, what's going to happen this weekend, I will bring that part up. And then, of course, some people might have Josh Dobbs on their team, so we'll talk about that. The other thing is there's a lot of things that have been happening in terms of the crypto world, so just pay attention to my space that I do on Monday. But without further ado, I want to jump into the hot take, and the hot take that we have for this week are the hirings and firings. I want quick hits so that we can end up moving to a lot of the sports things. But the first one is we'll start with the big dogs and Carolina Panthers. What are your thoughts on the Carolina Panthers? Again, David Tapper firing another coach. That's a shitty situation for Bryce Young. Like it's the first year, like give him the first year, you know, give him like two years at least with a new quarterback, you know, new systems, just trying to figure it out. Like, yeah, I mean, it's not like you guys were where they were going to go 11 and six. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I, like no. Um, so that's, I mean, I get it. Like you're one of one in 10, you got to make some changes, but you know, that's, that's tough. Cause then you got to bring in a whole new coach, maybe a whole new staff. And that does a lot to Bryce Young. Just mm-hmm. a, there's a lot to the players. So, I mean, I guess you kind of see it coming, but nonetheless, it's still pretty shitty. Yeah, so that was kind of the other thing that I thought of. Of course, something else that I heard from Adam Schefter was there's going to be at least five more coaches that are going to be fired. So that's kind of the big thing that will happen. And when Adam Schefter says it, he knows who they are. They just can't say it yet. He's not going to be the type of, oh, you know, there might be five and it's only one. Nah, they said, Adam, these are them. Just wait until we can officially announce it. But on the other side, and one of our favorite statements that we always bring up is only in sports. And let's do all of my favorite jobs. So the first one is the University of Houston fired their coach, Dana Holgerson. Holgerson. Yep. He will be owed $14.8 million to no longer be the coach of the University of Houston. Quick thoughts when you hear that. Only in sports. So my next one is in Indiana University. Yeah, you know, who I'm going with Tom Allen. I didn't know they going, had that kind of money to begin with. It's, it's going to be paid $20.8 million to no longer coach Indiana University. And they were dog shit anyways. So now they were paying him to be, to not be the guy. Oh, to be at home? You yeah. don't have to be there. So I want to go backwards to Frank Wright. He got paid from the Colts and the Panthers. Look, I know it's shitty because that's your job. Like, you're essentially getting fired from back-to-back jobs. But I will continue to get fired. If you hate me. Sign me up, bro. I'll get fired left and right. <laughs> if you're telling me I'm going to make, like, a couple, you know, a couple mil to get fired, all right. Like, I'll say some shit in the office for sure. <laughs> you don't have like, to do anything. Then the latest one, we talked about Jimbo Fisher, who they're going to pay him $77 million to not no longer coach. But – Coach Mike Elko, who yeah. for anyone that doesn't know, he was AM's defensive coordinator beforehand. So some people are like, why did they hire him? It's random. He used to be there, but he's going to get paid 42 million. And it's one of those that once you end up reading the fine print, uh 
Oh, they do have fine print. So Mike Elko can also earn millions in bonuses in his new contract at Texas A&M. If fired, the Aggies would owe 75% of the annual base salary for the remainder of the deal, or 80% if all if three plus years are left. It doesn't really matter. The other incentives are 100000 if he appears in the SEC championship game, 50000 if he's SEC coach of the year, 100000 if he's national coach of the year, 50000 if multi-year APR of 960 or above. And then after that, the assistants and all that have like 11 million that are on the table, but postseason incentives, a million, 1.5 million for different thing, advancing national championship, 3.5 million. So his annual salary is 7 million. And this runs to 2030. So he's at least, ignore all the numbers, he's at least getting 75% of that salary. No and matter what. He'll probably go eight and four every year, maybe like nine and three. Yes. So <laughs> you get paid. And he'll, and he'll, he'll last like three seasons and he'll be fired. Yep. So mm-hmm. absolutely. So of course they said he had a meeting with his team to just say, hey, you know, I'm not going to be here anymore. Yeah, over Zoom. Yeah, and he nah, said, dude, fuck that. Fucked out. That's another thing. Only in sports. Like, only in sports, real. though. Only in sports, though. Like my supervisor, if he if he was leaving the company to go to another job, he would. We'd have a team meeting, and yes, yeah, it'd be over Zoom, obviously. But like that, <laughs> that's besides the point. <laughs> it'd be over Zoom, and he would like you know before he left, like hey, we'll give you guys a heads up, you know, January one. I'm, you know, going to be at this spot. Want to give you guys a heads up, this and that, blah, blah, blah. Cool. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Like, it's actually leaving, but like, appreciate that. Like, no, college coaches are ruthless. Like, yes. It's like, dude, like, they're not wait. Like, they're not like, if you don't say yes, right this second, they're not going to go hire somebody else. Like, you're the guy. So, like, give your old team the courtesy of just like being a decent human and mm-hmm. telling them, hey, look, look, guys, y'all suck. Texas AM is paying me a boatload of money. And, uh, deuces like that's yeah. it just like yes just chalk it up deuces and you know we're, we're gone that's it exactly jimbo sent jimbo also left um florida state kind of the same way but the final one and it's wild how if you do something stupid in one of the top ranked programs in college football you're almost guaranteed to get back there if you just work for it so bobby petrino uh-huh. is now going to be arkansas's offensive coordinator my man all he has to do is he was at the top, fell off, and it's like, all right, trickly way back. He's going to get a head coaching job again at this rate. And he literally just, fell off. Yeah, it's only like a matter of time. Come on. Come on. What are we doing? That's uh, the mixture of a lot of the sports talk, but then also the finance talk for anyone. So I love getting the little laughs in this world. And the main things are Ethereum in terms of NFT world and crypto world. Bitcoin hit 38,000. The SEC has delayed the approvals of various different ETFs. Whenever that gets approved, life is going to truly change. And then another one is there's various different Solana meme coins that are out there that people are picking up. One was Myro. Another one was Bojack. Yes, after the show, Bojack Horseman. And then there's some name after different cats and dogs. But the main one, it's a meme coin, but it's really not. So there's an NFT called Photo Finish. They are a horse racing game that has also been working with the Kentucky Derby, Churchill Downs. And one of the producers or main people that have made the game photo finish, they used to work for Madden and they were the creators of the hit stick that a lot of people know um, from back in the day. Another thing is they have two different coins. One is called their Derby token. The other one is called their crown token. So that's kind of the main play. And this is how we're going to end up segueing this back into the sports section of things. 
because there are more stuff I want to bring up before we end up going into our picks of the week. So one of my favorite ones, and I think this could be cool. I don't know how ESPN and TNT did this, and I'm pretty sure you heard this, but for the first time, ESPN and TNT are going to merge broadcast coverage teams during the semifinals of the NBA in-season tournament. This just sounds like goofballs and ignorancy written That's all it, over man. it. So- there's no, there's, there's going to be no intelligent thoughts whatsoever. Like Michael Wilbon and Stephen, a- oh, I don't want to cut you off, but it's Michael Wilbon and Stephen A. Smith from ESPN and the guys from TNT, yep. Ernie, Chuck, Shaq, Kenny. It's like literally, dude, it's just going to be Chuck, Shaq, and Stephen A. going yep. back and forth. Yep. Just saying some bullshit for an hour. Mm-hmm. Like, that's it. No one's gonna have any intelligent thoughts. No one's gonna talk any basketball. Barkley doesn't even pay attention to the games that they aren't that they aren't broadcasting. Nope. Shaq's just making fun of Chuck all the time. Kenny's just there. Ernie's just trying to control everything. I don't know mm-hmm. why they're having Wilbon on. Like he doesn't bring any value anymore. Like he, he won't be able to talk. He's just um, he's not gonna be there. And Stephen A. Smith is you know Stephen A. So they're just gonna talk some shit. I mean, it's gonna be entertaining if nothing else. Mm-hmm. Like we might we might not hear a lick of basketball, but it's gonna be entertaining to say the least. And that's Absolutely. the only reason why they're doing it. Yes, like you that's know the that. only reason. Like it's just gonna be entertaining. It's just gonna like people like I'm gonna tune in to not hear their basketball takes because they're all they're all pretty pretty much garbage on Stephen A's front. But mm-hmm. I'm just gonna watch because it's gonna be entertaining. I can't wait to see what Chuck and Stephen A go back and forth on some bullshit mm-hmm. topic. So my big thing with that is. I'm pretty sure knowing how Stephen A has been in life, Stephen A was probably the one that was able to create or make this happen because Stephen A also was able to get Shannon Sharp onto the show with him. So I'm pretty sure Stephen A, one, they were like, you know what, this is something that can happen. And because there was no contract already in place since the in-season tournament is new, they were able to do this. Whereas the playoffs and stuff, ESPN already has their stake, TNT already has their stake. In-season tournament, nobody really has that. So if it goes well this year, this can help the in-season tournament. And I know the NBA was like, we need to do whatever we can possible to make sure this in-season tournament is a thing. And they said, let's just bring both of the goofs together and we can end up making more people end up watching it. So in terms of things that people are watching, I'm switching over to the NHL really quickly because I don't know if you heard about Connor Perry, Corey Perry. Did you hear about that? I saw the ESPN alert uh, while I was working today and I didn't have a chance to look at it. What's the scoop? Okay, so I'm going to give you what Twitter is saying, then I'm going to give you what my sources have told me. So after an internal investigation, the Chicago Blackhawks have determined that Corey Perry engaged in conduct that is unacceptable. The team has placed the veteran winger on unconditional waivers and plan to terminate his contract effective immediately. He hooked up with the t- his teammate's mama, didn't he? Yes. That's, that's what, what it was. was. Yes. And yeah. I'm like, so you're going to get re- – they were saying, what is the problem? I mean, granted, like, that's messed up. You shouldn't do that. But that's not – I mean – You did the same thing in Boston. Why I, are you guys getting rid of these players for that? You know, I mean, we all got that one homie that you want to hook up with his mama. So, like, <laughs> yeah, you know, like, if you got the chance, you know, like – But the mom, that's, like, the crazy part. Oh, that means bad? the mom is, like – I haven't seen the mom. Oh, dang. But I'm, like, you – also, they're all saying, like, no one knows why. No, we all know why. But the thing is, how often was the mom coming around? It must have been every day. It must have been all the time <laughs> that this man was like, you know what? I'm going to yeah. go after the mom. Oh, man. It's... Look, bro, I can't. I, look, it sucks that he got to let go, but I can't knock him for can't knock him for it. You know, the other part is um, Corey Perry does have a wife. 
<laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's fucked up. We see, bro. Why didn't you say that? Two I just ago. found out now. Oh, okay. Well, that's fucked up then. <laughs> so it's one of those. Uh, Yikes. Th- that would have been the end. He didn't need to be terminated from the team. Like his wife probably going to leave him anyways, especially uh-huh. when this comes out. If they're keeping that up. The other part is so in terms switching to MLB now really quick. So Japan just received their World Baseball Classic rings. They're, I guess, interesting. They're much different than rings that we see in the NBA or MLB and stuff like that. But yeah, so it's different. I'm pretty sure it's probably expensive. Uh, Some people are saying it looks like Thanos' ring. So if Mm. anyone wants to check that out, just go to Front Office Sports, and then you can kind of see that. They put this post out at 11.36 a.m. But most of my news and stuff comes from Front Office Sports. What I like about them is they don't seem as biased as the rest of them yet. And that's what you kind of have to figure out who's going to end up giving you the numbers, which is what I always want to see, and who's not going to be as biased. The final one, but well, there's two more before we end up getting into college picks and also NFL picks. And this one I want to lean on Stephen Forrest. So Delaware Blue Hens, a.k.a. the place where Joe Flacco, who's probably going to be the starting quarterback soon of the Cleveland Browns, he used to go to school. He did play ODU. We saw that happen and he destroyed us. But the Delaware Blue Hens, are set to become the first FCS school to pay the new FBS application fee. For starters, you also know you cannot be that good if you're having to pay the whole application fee. Because some of these schools that are superior, they're not having to pay this damn application fee, or they don't have to wait the whole time, per se. The the old fee, first off, inflation really hit this shit. Because the old Mm. fee was $5,000. The new fee is $5 million. Oh, that's tough. So can oh. you end up saying what it means for anyone out there that doesn't know when a school goes from like the FCS to the FBS and why that's important? Um, I mean, Delaware is one of those schools where much like uh, JMU Liberty, it's so borderline that like they play enough of those teams like app state did it a while, like a long time ago, years ago. Um, mm-hmm. Like you play enough of those teams and like you get enough, like the school is big enough revenue comes in, you know, and you can, you can financially do it. Now it might take a hot second for them to like, I don't say recover financially, but you get like, you know what I mean? Um, so it'll be different for sure. Like app state, you know, they had a lot of success when they first came over, they kind of dipped down a little bit, but still there. Um, I mean, good for them. Penn State played them this year and dogged them 63 to nothing. So, um, shout, out. Um, shout out. But, yeah, good for them. Like, it, you know, that's – now, they're probably going to play a lot of, you know, teams like Penn State. And mm-hmm. that, in the beginning, like, you pay those teams. Like, Penn State pays the lower school teams, like, the lower division teams to come play them. Like, we saw New Mexico State got paid $1.85 million from Auburn to go play them and beat them. Like, what mm-hmm. happens? Um, so like they'll probably do that, and like that's how a lot of the schools get a lot of that money like during the year. Um, yeah. so yeah, good for them. It's a good move. Um, it's a big school. Um, there's a lot of people like down this way that you know are not a lot of people, but a handful of people I, I know that went to Delaware or from the area. So yeah, I mean, and there's a lot of football down there too. A lot of like under the radar football. Um, so yeah, good for them. They'll make a lot of money over the next handful of years playing those. Those better teams, and I mean, they might get their ass kicked in all the games, but like, still can still get paid. You know, only in sports. Yeah, 
Yeah, only in sports. So going off of that, because I want to, it wouldn't be me if I didn't do this, but the number side and the other team. So Conference USA has lost six members as of recent. They lost Charlotte, Florida Atlantic, North Texas, Rice, University of Alabama, Birmingham, and UTSA to the AAC. Um, That's a part of the realignment that's been going on. Another team that was in the Conference USA at one point was also Old Dominion way back in the day before they ended up going to another school. And now they're, of course, them. And then James Madison are now with the big dogs as well. But someone asked what was the budget that was going on with Delaware football. So the annual expenses were $7.9 million. Their annual revenue was $8.9 million. So they end up having around a million dollars. Nothing. I know compared to the big compared to what like Texas. I mean, Texas is a whole other world, but what like Penn State brings in, Ohio State, Michigan, just to like name the teams that I'm closest to. Yeah. I mean, it's like 80, 90, 100 mil. Mm -hmm. Like annually. I mean, there's big. I mean, now granted, those schools have the biggest alumni in the country, but like nonetheless, it's just a huge gap. And to take them a significant amount of time to, you know, plateau, I guess, if you will. But yeah, yeah, again, good for them. Yep. So final one that I want to bring up before we get into all the picks and stuff like that, going into one of Steven's favorite sports. So John Rahm, um, hmm. he, you heard about him? Yeah. So he has an offer. I don't know why they even say this. He has an offer to join the Live Golf for $600 million. There's no thinking. I'm not thinking about this. It would be, look, honey, I'm leaving. There is no, I want to know what your thoughts are. There is nobody else. <laughs> yeah. It is 600 look, million. You tell me where you're going to find 600 million for me on the ground. Nowhere. Okay. That's, that's one of the few decisions that a husband can make and the wife does not get mad. Yes. Like, what, what can they? Oh, you know, I don't know if this is the best for us. Look, I could do this uh, for the two school, years. The school system for a little, for a little Jimmy Lipper isn't going to be that great. Bitch, I don't care. We're making 600 million. It does not we can matter. Find, we can bring all the teachers to the house. Yeah, we, we yeah. can, <laughs> yeah. we can fly yeah. them wherever they need to go. No, yeah. there is nothing. And I was no. talking to, before I get into the schedule, I was talking to like three people at my job. And I was like, you know, they were talking about Cristiano Ronaldo going to Saudi Arabia or some other things. And Cristiano is going to make uh, essentially a billion dollars. And they were like, you know, I don't know, because it would be really far away and I'd have to move everyone. I don't care. They will give me whatever I need. 600, you can pay for anything you need. If you want your kids to speak three languages, pay for three teachers. If you want to have the best au pairs and nannies, you can pay for all of that. You can pay for anything you want with this. You can have a house in every single state if you want Bro, to. I, I 600 mil, like if they were like, hey, Steven, we got a new job for you, but you got to go live in inner city Baltimore, like the worst part of <laughs> inner city Baltimore for like three months for 600 mil. Cool. All right. Cool. You know, yeah, all right, fine. Like, there's a lot going on down there. Y'all ever been in inner city Baltimore? Not going on. I know. For 600 mil, I will avoid all of it. (laughs) Easily. Yes, you can get the best people to protect you. um, I will not step on on any needles down there. No. And so with that, I want to end up segueing back to what Stephen brought up in terms of the money, and I brought up Delaware. (sighs) I want Stephen's quick takes for the games that are going to happen on December 1st and December 2nd. He's going to give his takes, and we'll move into the NFL. But New Mexico State and Liberty, do you have any thoughts? Uh, Liberty. Okay, so Washington against Oregon. Man, that's going to be tough. Um, I think the Heisman is also determined in this game. So I would agree, but um, everything stops after the regular season. Mm -hmm. 
So, like, Heisman voting stops after the regular season. Okay. Yeah, sure, sure. I think Bo Nix wins it regardless. Um, but, unfortunately, if even if Michael Penix Jr. has, like, 500 yards and five touchdowns and they destroy Oregon, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't think it would matter, to be honest with you, because I think Bo Nix had locked it up already. But I do like Oregon. If you look at game. the numbers straight, yes. Yeah. Um, and I do like – I like Oregon. I know they have the head-to-head matchup, but – Numbers wise, Bo Nix, and I'm gonna go with mm-hmm. Oregon in this game as well. So Oklahoma State, Texas. Hook them. Thoughts up. Love love Oklahoma State as a potential upset, but mm-hmm. hook them. Uh Miami of Ohio and Toledo. Cost some action. Um no. I'm gonna go with Toledo. They're so 11, they're like they're eleven to one. They're a great team. So just to give you guys a comparison, tickets for Toledo Miami of Ohio game yeah, are as low as $18, but Texas's game is as low as $130. Yeah, go go two two games down that Georgia Bama game. $310. So, <laughs> Boise State versus uh UNLV. The runner I'm going to go with the Runner Rebels. Okay. So the big game that does have a lot of playoff implications too, Georgia Alabama. I'm going to go with Bama. Um, okay. I you like it's Bama. Like you know, you nev- yeah. You, I've never like as long as Nick Saban's there. I know George is probably the better team, but after what Jalen Milrow has done, like the back half of the season, what? um, you know, yes, they looked bad last week against Auburn, but like you make the plays when you have to. You got to make mm-hmm. those four or five plays, and he made those plays on like that final drive. He made those plays. It wasn't pretty, yeah. but like he got it done. So that's all that matters. So I'm gonna go with Bama. By, Troy, a, by, by an inch. Troy, Appalachian State. I'm going to go App State. Just because so, I like it. So here's one that I really want your thoughts on both sides because the betting odds are not even fair on this one. Michigan against Iowa, and they are at minus 110 for Iowa to score over a point in the first half. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I like Michigan to win this game, but I think it's going to be very, very low scoring. I'm talking mm-hmm. like a Michigan can Michigan can move the ball, but Iowa's defense, dude, is really good. Um yeah. so I'm I'm gonna go with Michigan, obviously, but I think it's gonna be closer than people want to think. Or or this game is over five minutes into the game and Michigan mm-hmm. is blown off the doors 21 nothing, and it's you know, go put Connor Stallions in the game at quarterback. So Titan University pissed me off last week because I was watching them against Nebraska. Yo, they almost lost that game for a second. I don't know why it was even close. And Shit. they were the that, underdogs in the betting odds. That was one of the worst games I've ever watched in my life. Easily. Now, the final one, because it does have playoff implications, kind of, but I just think they're not going to let them in. Florida State and Louisville. Yeah, I think if even if Florida State goes undefeated, it's, they just don't have a – the quarterback's done. He's out for mm-hmm. the rest of the season. Um, I'm gonna go Florida State in this one. I think they're better. Louisville lost losing to Kentucky last weekend. Stings. I'm gonna go with Florida State. So now the games that I know a lot of people are focused on, if they don't focus on college football, um, they'll focus on the games that are gonna happen on the Sundays. So the first one we have for starters, both of these teams, people have been asking why is it that these teams are playing on Thursday? It really does help because it's just a seven-day rest period, although most times they get 10 days. But Cowboys versus Seahawks. Um, Cowboys. Cowboys look really good. I will talk about this on Wednesday or Thursday, but 
I wouldn't be surprised if you just put in a bet for Dak Prescott over one and a half touchdowns because he's been scoring at least three to four touchdowns every game passing and Tony Pollard to start to come alive and go with the Cowboys. The Seahawks are not at that level yet of the upper echelon of the NFC teams. Next one is Titans Colts. Um, Titans. Titans are undefeated at home this year. So I'm going to go with Titans. That's good. One of the few teams I can actually say that. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going with the Colts. But the caveat is Jonathan Taylor is probably not playing. Jonathan Taylor is injured again. And what's wild is he got partially a bag. So that, of course, you want to read what's in the details of the contract. But I'm going with the Colts in that one. Zach Moss might come back for that. Patriots versus Chargers. I think this is easy just at the rate it's been happening. Yeah, I I guess I'll go with the Chargers because the Pats are dog shit. They said (laughs) I was watching ESPN or somewhere. And they said um, Mac Jones is like the girlfriend that you get rid of three or four times and then you keep bringing back and your parents are like, are you not done with her yet? Mm-hmm. And they mm-hmm. just keep doing it. They bench him and then they bring him back. And it's like, when do you just stop benching him and just admit that you have to be over him at yep. this point? Yep. So I'm going with the charge in that one. I also think Brandon Staley is going to be done after this year too. Yes. Lions Saints. Lions so I'm going with the Lions in that one, too. I really thought the Saints had it in them to end up winning the South, but it looks like it's going to be the Falcons by default. And going into that, the Falcons-Jets. Falcons. Uh, so, yeah, Falcons. <laughs> so I'm going with the Falcons. My other thing is, do you believe that Mr. Rogers is going to come back this year? If the Jets are in a, like a legitimate playoff spot, which they won't be, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they're, like, if they're out of it in like three weeks, which they probably well could be, um then no i like there's no like there's no like i get it like maybe there's like the part of like that wants to prove he can come back from it but like that's no it's good it's good media talk because everyone's probably thinking oh is he going to come back for starters everyone knows that the jets aren't going to be in a position two teams that are not going to be able to go far although the defenses can do it are the jets and the browns and this is when it shows you if you have a good backup quarterback you can go a little bit far but the Jets, I don't believe in them right now. Also, someone else that doesn't believe in them are the different people that sell tickets for the Jets because yeah. them shits have tanked. Ever since Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers got hurt, it is so much cheaper to oh. end up going to those games. But a team that is one of Steven's favorites and they keep finding ways to win, Cardinals versus Steelers, a.k.a. rematch the- of the Super Bowl. E- e- yeah, I'm picking the Steelers in this one because the Cardinals are dog shit. Um, and I like the way the Steelers looked last week against the Bengals. Um, that defense is crazy. Um, we can get better. Um, and I kind of trust Kenny Pickett more than I did a week ago, but like, that's not saying much. Um, so just keep giving the ball to Najee Harris, keep giving the ball to Jalen Warren, Pat Fryermuth back. Welcome back, dude. That was big. TJ Watt playing out of his mind as usual. Mm-hmm. Minka Fitzpatrick, I think he's coming back in a couple weeks. Um, so hopefully the Steelers start hitting their stride. So I, I, I think the Steelers are better than the Cardinals. So that's why I'm picking them. I'm going with the Steelers in that one as well. Next one, Dolphins, Commanders. I assume we feel the same. Dolphins. So I'm going with the Dolphins as well. Broncos, Texans. It's a good one. Broncos Nation. Let's ride. I know that. Let's ride. They are moving. I, just, I still don't. I, I, CJ Stroud is really good mm-hmm. and probably locked up rookie of the year. Um, but like, I, you know, if you're asking me who I trust more, him or Russell Wilson to win that game, I'm going to obviously pick Russell Wilson, even though yeah. he hasn't like proved it over the last couple of seasons that he's still that guy. 
He's still that guy. Yeah, I'm going with the Texans. I don't whoever wins, it's great for both. Because if the Texans win, that's huge for Cedar Stroud. If the Broncos win, they're going to be like, oh, my gosh, the Broncos are making the playoffs. So yeah. either way, it's a big thing. But I do say this is big playoff implications on the line. Panthers, Bucks. I think this is another one that should be kind of easy. I guess the Bucks. <laughs> I don't even know. So, I know. I have the Bucks. Uh, next one, Browns, Rams. Oh, Rams. I have the Rams. I think Kyler, Kyron Williams is the truth. He's going to be pretty mm. solid in the backfield over there. I don't know what's happening with the wide receivers right now, but they're depending on Kyron Williams. This next game is a huge game. 49ers Eagles. Um, I'm going to go with the Niners. Mm-hmm. I like their defense a little more than the Eagles. Um, I mean, I, the Eagles offense is really good, but it's very, it's kind of inconsistent a little bit. Red Eye defense um, sucks. And you can't, yeah, and you can't be inconsistent against the Niners defense. And mm-hmm. Chris McCaffrey is a baller. Um, so, and they're healthy for the most mm-hmm. part. Um, so I'm going to go with the, I'm going to go with the Niners. I hate the Niners for some reason, mm-hmm. um, but I'm going to go with them. They have the, they have the dopest jerseys, the all whites. Um, mm-hmm. They have the dopest jerseys, I think, in, in the league. Um, but I'm going to go with the Niners. So I'm going with the Niners as well in this one. I'm going with them for two reasons. The 49ers are undefeated when all five of their specialty players are playing. When I say that, I mean Brock Purdy, George Kittle, Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, and Christian McCaffrey. They have not lost a game. The game they lost to the Eagles was with Brock Purdy damn near with an arm falling off, and Christian McCaffrey right, had right, to right. become like the quarterback. Right. So that's kind of how that situation is. I also know the Eagles are not only going to lose one game this year. I personally think they're probably going to lose at least two more. It might be the Niners. The other one might be the Cowboys in A&T Stadium. But the next one we have is the Chiefs-Packers. I think this is another easy one, too. Uh, I'm going to go with the Chiefs, but in a close one. I think I think the Packers will outplay them, but Mahomes has a you know, one of those moments at the end of the game. So I'm going with the Chiefs as well in the final and yet, one. Is Lam- the- Lambo. I mean, I know the Chiefs playing shitty weather, too, but Lambo in December? Yeah, it's cold. It's a different type of cold. Mm-hmm. Last one, Jaguars, Bengals. But Jags. Bengals are, I mean, they're going to start free falling and it's not going to be good. So yeah. I'm going to go with the Jags and shout out to the Jags, man, for being on shout out. on Monday night. That's huge. I know. That's um, a big thing for them. That's a that's yeah, big time. Good for them. Yeah. But they're, I, they're what, eight and three? Yes. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. That's crazy, too. I know. Ravens, nine and three. Chiefs, Dolphins, Jaguars, eight and three. That's, that's a big crazy. thing. For the Jags to be in that conversation, huge. it's huge. Yeah, and that's a chalk up. You saw it back in the day. Trevor Lawrence had all the mechanics to make it this far. And then you have Dougie P with them. Now, it's also one of those things where, like, their division sucks. Like, that division is is terrible. So that's, like, you know, they're racking up the wins. So it's kind of like, are they really that good? Or are they just really an interesting division and, like, racking up the wins? I think they are good. um, But this is a, you know... Got you got to beat these teams. A team that's mm-hmm. reeling right now, coming off the loss they had to Pittsburgh, you got to beat these types of teams. Like mm-hmm. on paper, Jack should blow them out, but you got to, you know, like Herm Edwards said, you got, you know, that's, that's, you know, you got to play the game. So yeah. I'm picking the Jags. Mm-hmm. So obviously, so I have the Jags, and that's everything for college football and NFL. What you got? Uh, shout out to Manny Diaz, Penn State's de- defensive coordinator. Shout out. He might be gone, but sources say he's probably going to stay for one more season. That's all we need. Um, since 2011, 
this Penn State defense, and I said this at the very beginning of the season, I said this all offseason, Penn State was going to have the best defense in the country. If you go back and listen to the Quicksands, I said that since, like, April. Penn State was going to have the best defense in the country, and they did. Statistically speaking, since 2011, this was the best, the second best um, yards per game allowed defense since 2011. Bama, they gave up, Penn State gave up 223 yards per game this season. Bama in 2011 was the best. They gave up 185 yards a game, which is crazy. Um, but this is the best. I know one's going to talk about it because Penn State went 10 and 2, lost to Ohio State, Michigan, not winning the Big Ten, not going to the playoffs again and again and again. Um, but this defense, historically speaking, you look at all the numbers, they were top three to five in like every major category. So shout out to Manny Diaz. Um, one more year for him because next year is Penn State's year. <laughs> yeah. Cheer! Yeah. The boys are going to the playoffs, and we're gonna win it. Book my room. So, I don't know where the I don't know where the national title game is next year. But I'm book my room tomorrow. Okay, and remember shout this out. person. Well, you know what? I really do have to give a huge shout out to Stephen because every year he will start the hype train, and you will believe I it. I do. He definitely is one that ends up doing that. But I have two shout outs that I'm going to give. The first one is, I guess as I've gotten older, it starts to feel colder. Cause I'll just go outside. I'm like, why the hell is it Don't so it. cold outside? Don't like, do it. That's that's the first thing. The second thing is I really have to commend myself because I know this person I'm going to talk about has been getting a lot of text messages, and I'm one of the few that did not text them. And I'm just going to say one word, and we're going to be out. And that is Bo, quarterback of Penn State. Well, until next week, uh, I'll see y'all later. Uh,